This program is recommended for mature audiences only. It contains adult language and situations. You have been warned. Welcome to Cup of Joe. We are uh, having your morning cup right now. You're here with Sean and Joseph. I'm your host, Joseph Hopper, and this is my trusty side kid, uh, Sean. So, Sean, uh, how about we get a little bit uh, in depth? Um, so, obviously, we did uh, season one as a another cup of Joe with creamer. And that show was pretty good. We had a nice little evening run. We did. Uh, my life has changed a little bit since then. It has. I think it's gone a little bit differently. Um, I'd say better. I, I, I can't say it could get any worse. I'll say I'm making about twice as much as what I was before. So I, mean, I could say better. <laughs> it was definitely better. Um, we did do a fantasy football league together during that first season. I am still your commissioner. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm still your glorious yes. commissioner. And I am now uh, officially... Runner up. I was runner up. I I came in second. You know, I'm equivalent to uh, to many of the great teams that made it to the Super Bowl, but just couldn't. Okay, Buffalo. You know, I first of all, I've won, so not a Buffalo. First of all, not in this league, not with this group. But at the same time, Rebecca beat you. No, no, no. First year with this group, I won as the Tacos. I'm sorry. I'm saying this particular group of 10. Oh my gosh. So now we're Rebe- particular? Yes, yes. Yes. This particular. All right. Rebecca. We can all you. agree we can make fun of John. Yes. Who's never technically. And actually we can all make fun of Tim because he was the last last place. <laughs> also, um, when we look at it, I'm, I'm, we got Rosalind in the league. We got David in the league. We got Tom in the league who's my brother. We have you in the league, myself. Um, and then we have Tim, Rebecca. Indy. Indy. Who is Rebecca's John. daughter? John. Um, I'm a big fan of Indy. Um, I also love Rebecca's name. I hope she keeps a pocket full of sunshine. She might change it to a different song this year. So now I don't. Here. I will ask her tomorrow. I'm supposed to see her tomorrow. Wasn't it based on the the horse she had though as well? No. Uh, partly also because her nickname is Pockets. Yes. Which well, I'm badass titties. About to say she does use her boobs as a pocket for her phone and which stuff, which is sense. where that joke kind of came from. I mean, I got my 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 girl has big ass titties too, and so it's it's fun. Everybody loves good titties. About to say a lot of girls do that. Yeah. Just, for her, it was just really funny because she literally got tired. Like she, the whole point of that was, yeah. she complained about her boobs to me and then proceeded to stick her phone in there Here's the, and I couldn't you know, help but go that I nice pocket. It, so it's so bizarre because we were at the gym today with Vanessa, my girlfriend and I, and I know it sounds really weird. It's like, why are you working out with another woman? Because well? Big Daddy Rocks. But yeah, <laughs> Big Daddy Rocks all day. Um, but it's, it's Bodies by Joseph. <laughs> um, but no, we had a good time. We had a nice conversation. But she also complained about it. She's like, maybe I should just put a table under them. And I'm like, first of all, they're not that big. It's not like that excessive. It's not like they're fucking K's or something. Yeah, it's not like they're gonna fucking break your back if you have them. But I get it. I mean, if I had giant titties, like I get it. I have giant testicles and my doctors have been worried about it. They might have Yeah, it's called testicular cancer. cancer, everybody. It might be. I need to go it's get it. I turn to the left and cough and they tell me I'm always fine. No, you turn to the left and cough. <laughs> Fantasy football name, guys. <laughs> yes, that was my draft name, by the way, people. Yeah. Also, by the way, my name did not change throughout the whole season. I was very I happy kept with it, that. I kept it complete with what I had on my team. You did. And it was very consistent. Mine, um, I'm a big fan of my niece, Ellie. I always have been a fan of my niece, Ellie. Apparently, you're going with your nephew, I'm Jackson. I'm going with my nephew, Jackson, now. Yes. Jackson James. By the way, with how many years we've had our, our uh, league, you realize I'm coming up to my McCastrix year where I get the championship since I'm Kevin MacArthur in our fucking league where I've never won. You're hoping for that. It's going to happen, my friend. I would hope so. All right, so here's the thing. When I first started fantasy football, I won in Rosalind's league, and then you invited me into your league. And, and then I you won, won that one. The first year. And I was like, I'm glad I won the inaugural year. Then I went away to law school. So I couldn't play because of the work I was doing. why you forfeited the name of the championship. Yes. So I could not longer name the championship, which was fine. Admit, Scalabrini is amazing. It's a great name. <laughs> that is name. So I deferred to that. But now, I'm going to give you guys some inside skinny. 
on what I got planned. Now, some of you guys... Keep in mind, no one knows the draft positions, by yes. the way. And some of you guys may have understood that last year I talked a lot of smack throughout our show because Sean went 0-6. I'm sorry, where did I finish, by the way? And he finished in the semifinals of the playoffs. I think, yeah, did you come in third? I came in third. He I came, beat Indy, if you recall. He came in third, guys. That's right. Can you feel that? Ha, ha, fourth place, Jackie. I kind of wanted to lose just so I could start chanting fourth place. I'm fourth not going to lie. Place. But in the interim, But I could not lose, especially after the amount of shit I took. And since I came in second, I am now giving a little bit of insight from myself away on this. So if I get the number one pick, now I've I've shared this with multiple people. Please now. tell me you're picking C. Now or Melvin Gordon. Please tell me Melvin Gordon. Here is my plan. I know people are gonna be like, but you picked them last year. Why would you do it two years in a row? Saquon Barkley, that man carried my team. He's the reason we made it to the championship. And I'll be quite honest, it's probably also the reason why his quads are so fucking big because that man knows how to carry a goddamn team. I'm sorry. If you want to talk about carrying a team, I'm going to immediately go, if I had the first round pick, yep. I'm taking Alvin Kamara. Fucking beast. Here's the thing. Alvin Kamara, top four pick. I don't deny you. But I will contradict that pick. And I'll get Mel Kuyper on you. Let me, let me get my hair back. Hold on. Get that Lions team going. Kristen McCaffrey. Kristen McCaffrey. Strong arms. Strong team. Definitely going to go far. Not going to argue a said point. He is, for a reason, a top three pick. Yes. Of which, let's face it, the top three, interchangeable, depending yes. on what league you're in. I maintain the reason I picked Camara is his second running back is fucking Latavius Murray. All right. Ezekiel Elliott, where is your stance? I stay as far away from him as possible right now until we figure out what the hell is going on with that contract. Also, what the fuck is going on with their line? The Dallas, the line had, is not scary Dallas nearly as much as... Dallas had a beast of a line, though, like three years ago. And they've ignored it since. Yeah, and they haven't done shit. So how do you expect the running back to gain yards with that and with the scrambling quarterback like that, Dak Prescott? My, my main point is not only is Zeke creating a problem with his contract where he's missing time in camp, mm -hmm. he's also pissing off teammates. It has been said by multiple sources, teammates are unhappy with yeah. him and his choices. Is coming off as a very selfish player. Yes. So now you're going to have a line that's already suffering that is now going to be pissed off at. Yep. All right. Now, question is so I had Saquon Barkley and DeAndre Hopkins on my team last year. I'm not getting this there. I know I'm not getting Hopkins in a second round. Not both. He has jumped up to a first round top 10 pick. Fuck yeah. Easily. Now, the a healthy Watson? Yes. Now, the question will be. Should do you think Julio Jones falls to the second round in our league? Seeing how our league is, you phrased our league, our league with our, our league, league yes, with our how league. our league is. Yes, and I is, picture at least two quarterbacks going we, to the first round. We have some tortillas that know how to. Drink. Yeah, we have tacos. Yes. yes, we have some frittatas in our league. I picture in a ten-man league, I'm picturing at least two quarterbacks going. How early do you think Juju goes? I actually picture him in the second round. I think he. I think I might be able because how many people we have ten in our league? We have right? ten. So I think if I get, he's gonna be early second round, but I think I, he's gonna so be second this round. This is what I want. I want a late first round pick, but an early second round pick in the snake because I feel like I would be able to get a solid running back. Still, it won't be a top running back because we're gonna have some idiot that like goes after Cam Newton in the first round. Or like no, no, no one's going Newton, but I picture Mahomes is gonna for sure is gonna be mm -hmm. gone at first because everyone's gonna look at that fifty freaking touchdown season he just. He's had. not gonna do that again though. There's no way. If, he does if that people in the were AFC. smart, they will see what happened in the He's last. He's on the Madden cover. I'm saying, look at the last five games that he yeah. played in. Defense adjusted. Yeah, and, and, and it's not out. like it was just the charges. Everyone adjusted. Yeah, the scoring went down. I do not see him. He's gonna have a good year. Have a he's gonna be a solid. He's gonna be a solid QB one. But he's not going to be the guy that he was last year. No, and I think here's the thing. People were enamored by the, oh, he does behind-the-back pass, passes, the no-look passes. First of all, every quarterback does a no-look pass. It's called looking off the safety. Yeah, and it's one of those where it's like eventually, 
he's going to have to prove that he's a legitimate player. You're getting the Kaepernick effect, where it was something new that defenses were not used to, and, and then, then they, they adjusted. It out, and they figured it now, out. Now we're going to see... Yeah, Garoppolo. And Garoppolo we're gonna, fell the same way. And we're going to... He got a out, uh, get-out-of-jail-free card because he tore his ACL. Yeah. But, I mean... But nonetheless, you're going to see an adjustment, and we're about to see what this dude is made of. Yes. That automatically does not make him a first-round pick for me. You know me. I am the soonest, the yes. absolute soonest. I will draft a quarterback as what? Seventh round? If that. And I'm usually a tenth like round like guy. Fifth round. Fifth round. I'm like, I, I, if it's a good quarterback, you'll take him. Yeah, when I saw fucking Rodgers fall to the fifth, I was like, cool, and I took right. him. But typically, I, I'm what, tenth? For me, I will probably, in the fifth or sixth round, if he's out there, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yes. Because he will fifth put Fifth or sixth numbers. round, I would take Mayfield. He he's going to be gone numbers. by the third, is my He'll guess. He'll be gone early, and that's going to be disappointing for me. But I probably would still look into a trade. I'm a little Because cons- he has Landry, and he has OD. But that is my exact concern with him at the exact same because he time. has too much talent no because he has a head case in obj who's going to if, if obj whether or not he's got the numbers or not if he feels like he's being underutilized is going to cause problems but do you think that landry will balance him out because of lsu days no because obj's had years away from him therefore he's had years of ego and he used to have it his way i think the one thing that bothers the only thing that he is the catch. The catch saved him. I think the only thing that keeps OBJ in check is that damn uh, kicking, you know, post that he got nailed by. Yeah. Honestly, but OBJ concerns me in his ego. If he can keep the ego in check. concerns me on that team. I think they could be a great team, but they have too many liabilities. I think Hunt, if Hunt can just stay out of trouble. Yeah. Hunt's not a, a personality problem in regard to say it's OBJ. OBJ Outside saying, of you know being with OBJ. the woman in a you know elevator. She was no that was or not, no that was uh, at, outside of his apartment yeah. in Cleveland, and yeah. that was honestly there was a lot wrong on both sides of that. Both of that, yeah. That's she not a Tyreek Hill thing. She antagonized. That is not a Tyreek Hill problem yeah. where it's like or even like here's the thing. I love how we all bypassed uh, Adrian Peterson. What, beating his son with a switch? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I know a lot of people chalk it up to, oh, it's a cultural thing. It no, it's not a cultural thing. You just beat your kid you with a fucking branch. You beat your kid with a switch. Like, dude, that's like straight up some, like, Joe Jackson stuff. See, if you were going under rule of thumb, he still broke rule of thumb. He did because it was bigger than his thumb. Oh, I, I don't need to laugh. All right, so real, real fast, time. people. For those of you who are not aware of what rule of thumb is, back in the day, it was legal to beat... Not only just your wife, but your children with a hickory stick as long as it was no wider than your thumb. And so as long as you could prove to a cop who showed up, nope, look, it's the size of my thumb or smaller, you were totally within your rights as a man to beat the living shit and out of them. That, that was a rule of thumb. And unfortunately, that was with Jim Crow law that established... A precedent, and it, unfortunately, it's kind of created a saying that everyone's kind of forgot what it meant. Yeah, and it's sad, and that's the reality. But that's but the fact of the matter is, Adrian Peterson broke rule of thumb yeah. on his own. Kid, I would who eventually so, die. I feel sorry if that kid ever has to walk through an arboretum. He's not going to ever have to because the kid died. He did, but um, yeah, it's just one of those where it's a sad situation. Um, but you know, it's one of those he's still a great player. We don't deny that, but I do. Does he belong in the Hall of Fame? No, no, and I think it's the same reason. I think because he, you cannot think put him in the same category as sweetness because Walter Payton was a great humanitarian alongside a great There's a reason why there's also the Walter Payton Award for those who give back to the community. You know, who I really wish would get an award is Jackie Slater for how great of an offensive lineman he was. I agree, he played on a really bad team. Well, I don't know who's someone who's, for whatever reason, he's been on great teams, yet never gets the credit he deserves. His name's Soldier. Right? Yeah, he doesn't get the credit. The dude is a beast. He is. And he never gets the credit he deserves. And you would hope that he would, but I think a lot of it, what it boils down to, is the same reason why Tom Brady gets so much credit for what he does. Tom Brady had, how well do you sell the NFL? Personally, Tom Brady's greatest years is when he had lines where he could sit back for seven to eight to nine seconds. Yeah. And then throw. Yeah. Not denying Tom Brady, uh, Brady's uh, greatness. The no. dude's amazing quarterback. As much as you know as I hate him. Yeah. I, mean, I despise yeah. anything Patriots. I'm a Patriots. big Patriots fan. Which is why so, he knows I hate him. Yes. And I appreciate Brady for what he is. I don't mind the whole deflate gate thing. 
Here's the thing. I still maintain that bullshit. Like, listen, if I could deflate my balls, I would. Christina would want me to deflate them. I mean, it's just a reality. And Josie just made a face. Perfect timing. I know you weren't listening, but the timing was perfect. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just the reality of it. Is this that's what we are? By the way, if you guys don't know, we yeah, host. Get all the children, God gives you, okay, motherfucker. I will beat large. you to death with this guitar. Would you like to come here, sir? No, he doesn't because we're talking fantasy football. Sir, come here. You could join our fantasy football. Josie would know more than him. Josie's on a vacation far away, but she can come on over. She hates you forever. No, she doesn't. She loves us forever. Anyways, sit on now, again. We love you, Josie. So, we are talking about fantasy football. Okay, you were talking about, oh, Deflategate. Yes, yeah. Deflategate. AKA, okay. deflate his balls. Deflate therefore, my balls. You're and Christina would be appreciative if I deflated my balls. Here's what I don't... And Josie made a face at the exact You've moment we said that. You've seen these short shorts I'm in, man. <laughs> here's what I don't... Here's what I don't get. What? Everybody played with the same ball, did they not? Yeah, that's the Peyton no. Manning. No, 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 and no, Andrew no, no. Lutz the whole those same fucking balls. No, if you pay attention, each side provides their own ball. You only get six fucking balls in a game, bro. And they're all provided by different sides. If you ever watch when defense, when, so that means when the other switches, side also had a when possession when possession switched, ball was thrown out. The other side's ball was thrown in. So you're telling me that when the defense got an interception on Andrew Luck, they have to catch a heavier ball? No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You cannot say both teams play with the same ball at all times. I'm just saying if you have. I mean, I'm sitting here on the side of I think it's bullshit. It's not like it was like a fully deflated fucking ball. Yeah. I thought I, it was okay. I feel like there should be a range where it's okay. At the same time, keep in mind that was the AFC Championship. It wasn't even the fucking Super Bowl. Like, yeah. To be fair, the AFC Championship of that year was more interesting than the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl was shit. And here's <laughs> the other thing: everybody who is talking shit about Tom Brady, yeah, it's just a hater. They are. First of all, Tom Brady is a god. Damn God sent for the NFL. And we all fucking know that. He fucks Giselle. He has a baby with another fucking supermodel, keep in mind. He has babies with multiple supermodels. Not just regular models, supermodels. That's like the super I like how he's getting super aggressive towards me, who just said respect talent and everything. I just hate him just because of the team he's on. That man has a golden dick, and we know it. (laughs) I tend to prove he literally shines heavenly gold. I mean, yeah, honestly don't care fat. about his dick. I only care that he wins games. He wins. He's six Super Bowl wins. He's Thanos. Hold, hold. Thanos. Uh, buddy. There, there you go. Thanos. <laughs> nah. Just corrected his hand because he was only doing five. But because like, I, you knew where the other one would be. <laughs> yes, I knew it, but not everyone's a big a nerd as me. Booty hole. Yeah. <laughs> you knew where it would be. And I just killed Pat. Yeah, Pat's <laughs> About to say, Pat, Pat seems to forget not okay, everyone's so as big a nerd as me. All right. In a draft, do you think as a commissioner you get the number one pick? I, first of all, have never, never have gotten How are we doing the first pick of the draft, by the way? Who do we know? It, How do we get it? Is it random? Or? You will find out an hour beforehand Yahoo's picking. Because Can, people, too many people accuse me of cheating, despite the fact that I have like the ninth overall yeah. pick, by the Can way. Can I throw this option out? My A race. So, what I wanted to do, but I need witnesses for. We'll film it. I live right next to Los Alamitos track. I don't want to bet on a horse, but I do have a great no, theory. No, this on is this is similar to the league. To... No, this is similar to the league. You, we pick numbers out of a hat. Yes. Your number is that horse. Okay. The order of the horse race is the order of the draft. That's what I wanted to do. Rebecca and Indy were for this. Unfortunately, I need more than two people with me. That's three, because you have <laughs> us. No, I'm, I'm suspect, because my luck, my luck the first year I do this, I get the first pick and everyone's be like, no, you cheated. All right. Everyone, because no, they so, know right. how hyper-competitive so I am. So here's the three. I need at here's least four. Here's the I need four in the league. It. I will back it, Tom will probably back it. But here's the thing. I want to make it fair for all of us. All of us run a race. All right, first of all, I will win that out of shape and fat, and you know that. We run. Unless you pick it like a marathon. No, we run a 200 meter race. All right, you know Troy? 
Yeah. You realize I just kicked his ass in a fucking 200 meter race. I think long. I could beat I you. Threw up. I, I threw up I afterwards. I think I could beat you in a 200 meter race. That is adorable. <laughs> yes, you're, you're jogging every day. I'm running I'm every day. I'm not jogging. I'm running every day. Sure you are, buddy. I beat you sure. in a 200 meter race. Hey, buddy, you realize I actually have muscle on my leg now, not just fucking bones like I used Mira, to? Mira, look at these caps. I can't deny these caps to the world. Buddy, <laughs> look at this compared to what I used to be. I will fucking still murder you. I think it's a challenge I need to do. I think I can beat you in a 200-meter race. All right. Hurdles, maybe. Are we making this happen? I think I can beat you. All right. Mine almost like Pat has crazy eyes on me right now. Pat, Pat has been rubbing people's legs. Making crazy eyes. <laughs> I think Chelsea. I, I, I like how my interview has gone off the rails hard. Oh yeah, the second packing oh, over here. But I love wait. I think I could beat you in a 200 meter race. Well, it's been said, buddy. Said. I think it's I like the knuckle puck. There's literally it works 60 percent of the time. Every time. Oh. <laughs> Joe, Honestly, I, I, I think your girlfriend is a better shot at beating me than Dude, this guy. Dude, we have a track across the street. We can make it happen. Um, I'm I also live next to a track. You rel- realize yeah, that. I'm right it. next to fucking Cypher College. Yeah, I'm right next to Delta Gorgeous, so we're there. You're the only one who's not. Well, you're near Long Beach College. Yeah, but they're a little more strict on who's on their track. track. Yeah, that is true. I'll be OBCC kind of builds Vikings. They don't care. No, they do not. John Hall does not care on who's on this track. Yeah. So we'll see what goes on now. Actually, is John Hall still in charge of that track? He is. He only is. Dear God, that guy's still there. That man's been there forever. That dude is not a great track coach. Hurdler. Hurdler coach. He's amazing, actually. I'll give him that. When I went to Cal State Fullerton, it was known as, oh, it's where runners go to die. Because I will I will speak to that. It's because he talked me out of Long Beach State to go to his fucking school and I died. Yeah. That is where my track career died. And Joseph, of all people, will know. How many records do I still own at multiple schools? I mean, there's still at least two held. One at Santa Margarita and one at... I want to say one at Servite and one at Santa Margarita. I don't know. One at Servite. Mm-hmm. I still own, own one of the 4x4s. Okay. I still own the 200 at Santa Margarita. I still own the 200 at Modern Day. And I still own the fucking 200 at fucking uh, Rio Linda. And I think yeah. you're washed up and I can beat your ass. Oh! What? He's calling you out, son! And I accept that challenge. I'd love to see this. Oh, yeah. I'd Dude, love I to see so- this. I'd love to see the skeleton beat me. I'm fighting on my 35-second 200. Come oh, at me. dear God, son. Joseph. That is, that is depressing. Joseph. Sir, that, I, am, I am terrified for you. Joseph. First of all, I feel First of all, rosary. Smoker rosary. And someone who, like, maybe have, like, a messed up leg, that is not bad. Joseph. But for a normal human it's being, not that bad. Joseph. he would run fairly well. Joseph, how do you think... Me, who's actually put on muscle since high school, I'm out of shape. You're out of shape. I think that's but the straight speed when it comes to muscle. I here's the thing. I think he would beat you out the gate. I think your best chance is see his mistake was 200. Yeah, he said four. I'm in trouble. Yeah, if it's like the 400, let's test it. I think we can. I am not going out after drinking. No, going out to that trap. No, he said let's test it. I'm up for testing it, but I want to make sure. No, if I say yes, we I'm not saying right now. Ahead. We will figure it out. We're going to do a challenge, right? Yes, we will do the challenge. So my challenge is I beat him in a 200 and okay. a 400. Okay. No, no, I did not agree to a 400 because I'm not running. Here's because I work I five days a week. A he will take the 400. He'll beat my ass in a 400 meter. I don't, we don't know. We don't know that. I we, can't even run a 400. I've already admitted I can't do a 400. But my I, bet is I would run a 400 meter faster than you would. I've already admitted because of my fucking job. It's not like I can exactly okay, train so for that. Okay, so I would that. beat him in a 400 meter. I agree I, to however, a 200. But let's I talk agree about to a 200. 200. 200, okay, 200 I'd beat him in a 200 meter. I, what, what are we putting on the line though? Is the better question. I will shave my head. No, you'll shave your. You already buzz all your. I will. Sh- I will shave my goatee. All right, <laughs> shave my beard. Okay, if I lose to either, because I think that's fair. Yeah, I, you know how much I. All right, and, and guys, so. gentlemen, gentlemen, we have a shake on this. Keep in mind, we have a shake on this. Two hundred meters. So. Two hundred meters winner. Keeps their beard. their facial hair. <laughs> oh, no, winner keeps their beard. Winner Losers. keeps their beard. Loser has to shave their head. 
We have a gentleman's agreement. Not shaves their head, shaves their no, beard. No, beard, beard. Yeah, okay. beard. All right, shaves Huzzah. their beard. Okay, shaves their beard or goatee. It's agreed. Hands were shaken. So we are good to go. Honestly, you know me, I will hold my end of the agreement. All right. Ultimately, if I beat you in fantasy football on our heads-to-heads, what do we put on the line? Now I have to wear cardio. Do you hear this shit? Hold up, hold up. Let's think. Because beard is not necessarily enough for you. Because you've put... it grows back in like a week. I understand that. That's why, like, whereas me, you know, that takes a little also, time. Also, I work in politics, so me not having a beard might be better. I feel so, like you are and... careful with Louise. Ooh. Like Christina will hate me for this. What? No sex for a month. Hey, we're putting no sex on a month if I lose to him in fantasy football. In the head-to-head. Wait, does it have to be like... Nothing at all. Nothing? Monastery rules. Oh. Monastery rules. Yes, we're breaking up. Yeah, anyways, so... I'm oh, we had a good some, run. I'm thinking of something that hurts, buddy. The only other thing I think of is a beard. Unfortunately, like you pointed out, you grow that back in a week. You know what? Actually, here's the thing. For me, I'm trying to think what would hurt. Because I don't have a girlfriend. I don't, you don't have a girlfriend to where that would hurt. Um, all right. So I'm going to throw this one out to you. We do a competition we across the board. We break, Christine. <laughs> right? I'm sorry. Eat that bread. It's delicious. Um... So, wow, right. you didn't see that. I was like, oh. I know. I, 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 didn't, I didn't have a... How much would have, have, have been funny if I fall right. through? Here's the thing. I will literally shave my entire beard. body if I can avoid the no sex. <laughs> for hold up, hold up. I want no, multiple no, witnesses. Witnesses. He just he just did a counter offer. I know. It's because you know it has the wrong address, right? Christina, I want all the witnesses in the world on this one. Wait. Counter offer to the no sex thing. Shave his entire body head to toe. No, 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 Sean. No. It would still probably leave. That was his his proposal. I want to see the reaction. Joseph. Yeah, we're still on this podcast, by the way, so you guys are incorporated. Joseph. Yeah, we're. She said that's fine, guys. Joseph. Joseph, wait. Yes. No. I think. Your bet is fine. Yes. I think we bet. Hey, that would be fantastic. I dip them in honey and it turns into the whole thing. I think we bet based on rock climbing ability. First of all, really not, that, really not that hard. You no, get, it would be after. You just get a bowl of honey and just so kind of. That part is not actually the hard part. <laughs> First of all, the fact that we know this is a bigger issue. Um, I this is why based, we're friends. I, <laughs> I think we bet based on upper body ability. On, on rock climbing. All right, no fair because no, you've been because, rock climbing. Hold on, you've been consistently. On. I've been intermittently every few months. Hold on, this you're, guy's never. You're much, bullshit. You are much stronger for your body weight compared to me. No, no, this is bullshit. You're used to it. This is a you hands thing. That is a hands thing. Do not give me that. However, yes. however, I have the know-how. Yes. You also have the hand strength at this up. point, dude. I probably have the hand strength at this point. Yeah, probably. I like your golf a lot, so I got like no, a lot of No, you have one hand. You have one hand. No, I use this both. This dude has both. I use both. Sure. It is not the same, buddy. I think, I think we have Speaking a shave your body challenge based on some sort I'm of bad bet. I'm in on that. Bad bet. No, I'm in on that. No, I was not taking this bet. No. But here's the thing. Only if we do a push-up challenge right now on this next set. Okay. And see who's see who can do most push-ups. In one minute, we'll time it on my phone. I will time it. And now for our new segment, Joseph pays for his coffee. Buddies by Joseph. Are you looking to get yourself back in shape? That's right. Well, then you might be interested in following Joseph Holper on Instagram, where you can get all the insight for Buddies by Joseph. And don't just take my word for it as being one of the uh, proud sponsors and also uh, one of the only people using Buddies by Joseph. <laughs> but uh, Christina's just started her first week of Buddies by Joseph. And uh, well, let's, uh, let's kick it to her on what her responses have been. 
That's right, folks. I don't call her the best co-commentator in the league for nothing. Uh, you know, she's speechless. That's how good it is. So maybe if you guys want to get in better shape, you can use Bodies by Joseph. Brought to you off of Joseph over IG. All right, Pat. So as I mentioned before the, the break, uh, we were going to have a nice conversation now about you and Josie. Um, so the question is, how did that go down? Because I know you were living in Boston when I was living in Indiana. And then you moved back to California. And when I come back, there seems to be a new woman in your life. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I guess we start in Boston. right? Yes. Well, let's go back to Boston. I, we don't have to stay in Boston long because clearly you did it. I think um, I'll go to Boston. All right. So uh, basic just to the Boston section of my life was um, I met a girl at the tail end of high school. Yeah. Um, she seemed great for a very long time. Don't they always? Sure. Um, I spent most of my college years, actually all of them, uh, in a relationship with this same girl. Mm -hmm. um, I moved to Boston after spending a stint in California, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Because um, you were in uh, Nebraska for quite a while, right? At right. Creighton. At, at Creighton, yeah. So it was a long-distance relationship for four years and a half. Uh, then she moved to Boston to to be at MIT to get her doctorate in mechanical engineering. Mm -hmm. So I went out to live with her. And... Uh, you know, over the course of nine months, things started to not, you know, things started to deteriorate, I would yeah. say. Um, and uh, to not be unfair to her, I will, I will just say uh, that it didn't go well. Yeah. That she had a lot of things to work out. It seemed like she had a lot of baggage from when we were having discussions. Sure. And not in, like, not in a bad way. I think there's certain people that have baggage that we understand it's not always the easiest thing to work through. Let's just say it was bad for me. Okay. Um, and uh, it did a number on me. Yeah. So I came home uh, to be with my family because uh, we're very tight knit. And if something's going wrong, that's, that's where you want to be. In, oh, clearly. At least in my family. No, I, I agree. I think it's across the board. Um, whether you have a bad family relationship or not, at the end of the day, everyone has one person in their family that sure. they know they can go to and have as a confidant. So. Sure. And for me, um, my mom and dad are very, like, they don't share very much. Yeah. Um, as far as any of us are concerned, they've been perfect people their whole lives. Yeah. However, when I came home, I was very depressed. Mm -hmm. Um, I was kind of worked over by this person yeah. and um, my dad kind of noticed I was in a bad space and, and he sat down with me, he sat down on my bed yeah, and had a conversation about, you know, his, his life yeah, and said, you know, uh, my life didn't go perfectly either. I don't think anybody's life goes perfectly. I think that's a weird misconception that a lot of people have is that we view our parents in this weird light of they were always parents. And I don't think I really appreciated my mom's story until I got into my mid to late twenties and my mom opened up to me and told me her life story. And same with my dad. I didn't, my dad was engaged before he met my mom and cut off his first date with my mom was his last date with his fiance. Wow. And uh, he got the ring back, so. <laughs> yeah, my, I mean, my dad said, here's what he said to me. He said, I was engaged before I was engaged to your mom. Yeah. And it didn't go, it didn't end properly. Mm -hmm. And the net result was she moved elsewhere and he stayed. Yeah. 
Um, Bold move on the dad of staying. Uh, staying well, local. he he had to stay because of his job. Okay. And she had to move because of her job. Yeah. Um, and he said, you know, it hurt, and mm-hmm. uh, he looked at me straight in the eyes, and he said, "You never get over it." Yeah. And that's an odd thing to hear from your parent mm-hmm. who has been married for 20, 30 years, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, no, but, definitely. But I am a very realistic person mm-hmm. who, who, you know, if something's bad, it's bad. Yeah, no, and I, th- I think that's one thing that I've always taken from you is that it has been that you're a realist Mm -hmm. that you acknowledge what's going down what's wrong with it why it's wrong and then you kind of respond accordingly but also with the with the knowledge that that is bad however bad isn't the end all be all of your life right but do you feel like there's a yin yang with that like that there's that solid white dot in a giant darkness that could be bad but there's still that like glimmering light of hope. I think anybody who writes songs feels that way. When you're like, cause you're a very strong artist. Um, and I, I definitely appreciate that. I think it, it even goes back. So I was actually looking at old memories of ours. Um, when I was a radio host on WVUR 95.5 in Indiana, I played some of your stuff. I, uh, I knew that it was going to hit a demographic that had not heard your voice. That was actually unbelievable to me. Um, but I, because I've always appreciated the way you play music. And even when you were in bands that may not have been the best band for you. Sure. It was something that I was like, you know what? He's doing it. And it's what inspired me to get on the radio. It's what inspired me to do this podcast. It's because there's an authenticity that you and that Sean and that Christina has brought out of me to where it's that lack of fear that I think individuals have. And I think I saw that from you even more when you came back from Boston. I think when you were in Boston, you tried to play within the lines and it wasn't necessarily for you, but for someone else. Yeah, you know, I'm not totally sure, to be honest. I think that that's, that's, that's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. Um, I think that I hit a low point mm-hmm. that uh, I recovered by coming home and um, you know I found this really cool place um, in LA every first Tuesday of the month called Emo Night mm-hmm. and I think that we tried to go one night and I didn't have an idea. That's right. Um, but I think that uh, having a sense of belonging in a in a place was important. Yeah. That that kind of helped fill that section. Mm-hmm. I found a job teaching young children. I mm-hmm. think that having purpose kind of fills a void as yes. well. Um, so because I'm big into music, I taught music at a school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think I tried to slowly put the pieces of uh, a functioning person together, mm-hmm. which is create meaning and um, have a sense of stability and um, find a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. And I did those three things in a row. And um, after that, I started, you know, evaluating dating options, mm-hmm. you know. So how did you meet Joseph? Um, so my cousin who I was teaching with, mm-hmm. she, she was the kindergarten teacher. I was teaching music at oh, a school. Awesome. Um, she was talking to a mutual friend of ours who we happened to work with. Mm-hmm. She was the second grade aide. Yeah. And, um, she was, you know, trying to get her to find a man. Right. Yeah. And I think when you're involved in these conversations and you're also in the same place. Yeah. You're listening and you're trying to support your friend. However, mm-hmm. you're also listening for yourself. Oh, like, definitely, yeah. Yeah, so you're trying to take advice on, at least I was in the mindset of, I really need to Figure find that last piece, I yeah. guess. Um, and um, so she said, you need to get on Coffee Meets Bagels to my friend. Mm-hmm. My cousin to my friend. You need yeah. to get on Coffee Meets Bagels 
and uh, start looking for people because it had worked for her, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I got on Coffee Meets Bagels. Okay. I how many swipes or how many likes until you met Josie? Into it, I did. I did the typical man thing. Yeah. For a couple of days, I guess what the app does is it sends you uh, a set of people. Okay. That maybe fit what you're. What you're looking for. Exactly. Yeah. Plus what you are. Yeah. Um, I I did maybe a week of that. Maybe. Okay. Um, before, did you meet up with any of them? No. Okay. Um, for for the record, this is about a year and a half after I had left Boston. Mm -hmm. I had done a little bit of Tinder and a little bit of running around, mm -hmm. no. you know, meeting people. Um, but nothing kind of stuck. And um, Tinder was kind of a I'm bored thing and uh, let's see who we can talk to kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, I actually did meet up with with someone with my with my friend from college who was also he's from California. Yeah. So we were in in southern southern California in like mm -hmm. the San Diego area. Yeah. And we met a girl who was throwing a um like a New Year's party. Okay. And it was New Year's. Yeah. It's a lot. It would be weird if you threw a New Year's party on like July. Right. So we showed up like like. Uh, weapon in hand, kind mm -hmm. of, you know, mm -hmm. not not truly, but yeah. but like ready for it to be like uh, a 250 pound jacked male ready to kill us both, right? Okay. Because I had never done meet any, up with someone on a social app. Yeah. No. So mm -hmm. I was worried. Yeah. And I, I I went with my friend. We actually had a really good time. That's good. Uh, but this is a total digression. But so I had tried. Yeah. Made, um, made attempts, didn't really pan out the way you wanted it to. Right, and so. there, were, there were girls that I was uh, crazy about, but I knew they were not right. Yeah. And I'm glad that they... Um, I don't want to say rejected me, but, but like, they must have had the reasons for it not working yeah. out the same that I didn't. So... Yeah. So it just hadn't worked out. So we kind of lucked it, you know, into nothing was panning out, but I was ready to start dating again. And then my friend, or my cousin says to my friend, you need to start popping these bagels. I was on there for less than a week. I had done the typical um, go through your people for the day. Yeah. Say yes and no. Um, Do you remember what number Josie was? I don't. Do you remember what the first message was? I do. So what was the first message to Josie? Here's, well, here's how th this went down. She picked me. Oh, nice. So the, uh, Coffee Meets Bagels has a system kind Where, of... Yeah, because it's kind of like similar to Bumble, right? Where like the female could also pick and then you respond, right? She quote, end quote, grabbed my bagel. Oh. Um... And so that showed up to me as yeah. one of my daily things. Yeah, like in the she's interested in you type thing. So I was totally swiping, right? Yeah. And in full, um, like, shallow mode, I guess. Because did you read the page is the question. I did. Okay. And so when you read the page, were you like, okay. This kind of works. I, I could see this going somewhere. The way it happened was, and and uh, I think it kind of makes her mad, but it's true. Yeah. That she would not have been a person I would have considered vainly over the internet with a, yeah. with a left right swipe. Yeah. However, she had. It told me that yeah. she had requested me. I think that's a big thing too. Is when you know that the person's interested in you, it makes them that more attractive, right? It's not, it's not that. But people want to feel loved, right? Sure, sure. No, no, I totally agree. However, what it did was give me pause to say no. Okay. So I looked at this person as 
as a person as yeah. opposed to a profile on a date. Yeah, well, that's like so such an awkward thing too with that. Because when you think about it, it's like there's so many apps out there now to where you can literally just go to a point where it's like, oh, I don't even need to acknowledge that they're an actual person, but that they're just some random face on a screen. And it's so bizarre because I think so little that people actually try to make that connection. Sure. What it, what it did was remind me that I'm being an a-hole for, for, you know, <laughs> in general. Are. I think we all are on those apps. No, and it's- Like, it's, to a certain degree. It's totally fair. Yeah. It's totally fair to evaluate people, I think. Yeah. However, you get in this rhythm of, oh, this person, and, and for those of you who are listening who are men will understand. Yeah. You swipe right on the beautiful woman. Nine times out of ten, it's a it's a bot asking for your you know yeah. for your information so that they can sell it to somebody. Yeah, or or think, one thing or the other. I, but I think a lot of times too with those type of apps, because I will admit the woman I dated before Christina was through one of those apps, and it wasn't that she was a bad woman, and like we definitely had a good interaction. Sure. But it's one to where you kind of realize the more you get involved in those type of apps the more kind of dehumanizes the experience. And so it's always, I think that was was what was refreshing about Coffee Meets Bagel, or even having it with someone that you know or familiar with, is that you're able to make that connection. Mm -hmm. Is that you're able to see like, oh, they're they're interested in me. But the idea is, the idea is, I think, like, I'm not totally heartless. Yeah, well, no, you're like the exact opposite. You're like kind of a true romantic. You're one of the last few romantics I know. I appreciate that. Um, but but so just knowing that she had an interest, mm-hmm. I was like, well, wait a second. Like, let's actually, you know, not that I wouldn't take a look at the profile. Yeah. That's the first thing I would do. But um, like, let's just see. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. To kind of see where it develops. I will say yes. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll see. Yeah. I'll talk to this person. Mm-hmm. So the cool thing about Coffee Means Bagels is it gives you a, like, a, I, it forces you to grab an eye, like, or tell it mm-hmm. uh, facts about you, like three yeah. facts. Icebreakers. So what were your icebreakers that you think caught her? Did she ever tell you what caught, like, what got her? Because I feel like we, everyone has a one. We did. She went, I can't go back on my Coffee Means Bagels profile yeah. because I deleted my Facebook. Yeah, rightfully so. And it's attached to my Facebook. Yeah, and that's how you log in. So she went on hers maybe two months ago, maybe a month ago. Mm -hmm. And we reactivated her profile. Yeah. And uh, we, like, looked at our first conversation. Okay. And she looked at my profile. Yeah. And her profile. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember specifically what I had put. Yeah. Um, I do remember that she had put um, that she sings better in the car. Yeah. Uh, that she's learning to play banjo and that she's been to a couple of countries. Okay. Maybe. So which was the one that got you the most out of those strings? Sings better in the car. I think that's a good. That's a good line. I'm not gonna lie. That's yeah, a, that's a solid line. So for me, I think, I think that most people can find their own voice. It just yeah. depends on any number of extra factors. Oh, like, certainly. Are you in your comfort zone? Yeah. Are you singing true to your voice? Yeah. Right. Oh, certainly. So all sort, all sorts of things. So, um, and the other thing was that she had said she was a professional cellist. But she was learning banjo for fun. Yeah. Now, at the time, I was professionally playing music. Yes. I.e., I was teaching and playing out yeah. and for money. Yeah, and you turn that cello on the side, and cello, you got a bass. <laughs> but I was learning other instruments for fun as well. Yeah, right? that's fantastic, yeah. So, so that was kind of the bonding moment. Sure. I think that the real connection came... When uh, I saw that she was from CSULB, okay, um, and she graduated a year ahead of my cousin at, at Cal State Long Beach okay. in the same department. Okay. So I asked her, "Do you know my cousin, yeah, Ian, uh, who plays trumpet?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh my God, I totally know Ian. He's one of the best people ever." Mm-hmm. 
and I know that my cousin is one of the best people yeah. ever. So it's a good cousin. And so she totally knew him. Uh, yeah. And I texted my cousin Ian. Mm-hmm. I said, do you know this girl? Yeah. And he said, yes. She dated my roommate, my best friend in college. Okay. And then my cousin Ian is not a person to say bad things about anybody. None of your cousins are. <laughs> like, all of them are like, I the would ones say, that you've met, yeah. the, all the ones I've met have been very upstanding young citizens, which is astonishing. So... What he had said was, I don't know what happened, Mm -hmm. Um, but what I do know is that she is a good person. So basically what he was not saying was that his roommate was a dick. Yeah, (laughs) Pretty much what it is, like, my roommate's a dick, but she's a good girl. A hundred percent. And he was saying, like, I don't really talk to him very much anymore. So what I gathered from my short conversation with my cousin was... She's great. He's not. Yeah. So give her a chance. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. And it seems like, how long have you guys been together now? A year and a half to two years. Almost that's, two years. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Because I was saying, really close to two Because yeah, I would say you guys are about like, what, like about maybe eight months in when Christina kind of came into the picture. I so, think so. Yeah, give or take. Like, I would say you guys were getting on to your year. This was October yeah, two like, years ago? Yeah, because I met Christina in... Well, I asked her out in June, and then it became official, like, okay, June, July time. So, sure. so you guys were probably, like, going on to your first year, pretty much, mm-hmm. when we were, like, starting ours. Very close, yeah. So, yeah, that's phenomenal. But, yeah, no, and it seems like you guys are doing really well. Any bigger plans on the horizon, or? Soon. All right, well, hey, man. Anyways, we're going to go to our next ad now, um, but we'll keep on this conversation. We'll see where these uh, stories go on our crazy Christina corners and all that fun stuff. So, all right. This story time are explicit. You have been warned. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to tell you some fuck tales. Now my fuck tales, they may bother you. And I know that, but they're zany. I got an award for them, okay? Look on the counter, it's there. Anyways, this is a story about a man that I can't say the name of because I care about the man. I don't want to see him get in trouble. We'll but I, VD. We'll call him VD. We'll go with the initials. Now VD and I, we go way back. Newman High School. Good guy, I like him. He was a good dude. That too. Now, the problem was, is VD got some issues. VD had a dead tooth. VD also had a, la- I wouldn't say it was a lazy eye, but it was definitely less productive than his other eye. Um, he wasn't, he wasn't fully there. Um, it kind of bothered him. It was a dead eye to a certain degree. I mean, he constantly looked like he was looking left and right at the same time. It was a B minus eye. It was, it was definitely, it was a failing eye. It was a chameleon C. Now, the problem was, is that I liked Vinny. I wanted to see Vinny get help. I wanted to see him get some pussy. Now, my problem was, is I, I was like walking down the street, like pussy was being thrown at me like a frisbee. So I was like, oh, thank you for the pussy. Ooh, yes, pussy. Oh, oh, it's falling out of my pocket. So I had a problem with it. I had too much pussy. Now, the problem was, is I saw Benny at the club. Now, I seen Benny at the club because he came with me. Now, Benny's at the club, and he's struggling. Now, the reason he's struggling is because he had no game. And it's understandable. The man had that tooth. It didn't really work. He had a lazy eye. It didn't really make sense. Girls didn't know if he was staring at them or staring at a best friend or doing the same thing at the same time. It was really confusing. Now, the problem was, is I went out to this club. Now, I'm at the club. I'm having a good time. Now, the problem is, is when you go out to a club, you got a lot of women there. Now, the women there, they show up and they sit together and they start walking to the dance floor together. They get out to the dance floor. They put their purses in the middle of them and they go, fuck dudes, we're just gonna dance tonight. Fuck guys, I don't want them. And there's always that one dude that everyone sends out to like kind of test the waters. Like, hey man, just bump and grind with this one girl, but ask her, be nice about it. Then the rest of us are gonna be like date rape days and just show up and start bumping our dicks against them and hope that that goes well too. And that's never a good sign for any strategy if you're gonna go do that. Now this situation goes down. I see this young lady, she's a nice young lady. Blonde hair, blue eyed, 
I thought she was attractive. I was attracted to her, so I started dancing with her. Now the problem is, we start dancing. Now I'm a good dancer. I'm a good bummer grinder. I'm really good at it. It's I'm not trying to be braggadocious. It's just something I'm good at. Now I do my bummer grind. I stay rhythm. I stick with my two step. Okay. I stay in my box. I know what I'm doing. I got a lot of hip action. Okay. Know where I'm at. So I'm doing my hip action thing, and she's loving it. She backing it up on me. Now I'm getting the back up on me, and I'm putting it on her. And she's going, oh my god, this is amazing, I love this song. And it's clearly a Chris Brown song, because, you know, we got to time date this shit. Now the problem is, is everybody loves this type of music. And we all bumping and grinding, we're having a good time. Problem is, I ain't having that much fun. I'm, I'm kind of getting bored of it. I'm getting tired of dancing with this woman, and I see Vince Dadawan along the way. Now I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to throw him a bone. Cut. I'm going to be nice, I'm going to help him out. Now the problem is, is when I help him out, this is what goes down comes over now when he comes over i'm thinking to myself okay i'm gonna help him out he comes over and i'm dancing with the woman and i look at him he sees me at least i think he sees me i don't know if he was using his dead eye to look at me i was very confused it was very dark in there but his dead eye or his right eye looked at me and i started going vd you ready man i'm gonna have you sub in so he subs in for me now i start dancing and when I start dancing, he now starts to slide in. Now, when he slides in, the problem of this is, is he slides in, but he doesn't keep the same rhythm as me. So that's the problem. See, now I'm going in with the rhythm, and I'm sticking with the beat. He comes in, and he starts humping this girl's leg like a dog in heat. It's bad. I'm trying to beeline my way out. Yeah, she's on her leg trying to back it up. He's humping away as if he's like a Labrador who met a smaller dog. It is not a good sign. Now, I'm feeling bad for the dude. I'm like, oh, man, this isn't good. But at the same time, I'm petrified for myself because I'm like, I got to get out of this area. She's going to call me out on this. So I walk halfway across this club. At that point, she sees my eyes and she goes, how dare you? And I go, what's the problem? I didn't see the problem. Now, BD ended up dancing on her and danced on her so inappropriately by humping her leg that she was upset at me that I let her dance with him. Now, I don't think that's my problem. I think that's more on him. I think by him dancing that way, that was his problem. Now, the problem was is that he dances on me like that and the tough part was, is when he did that dancing, it was bad on my rep. Because I'm thinking to myself, man, this ain't right. You can't hump on a girl's leg. You can't be doing stuff like that. And the problem is, is that he did that humping on the leg for like a good two songs. Which means that that girl went one song in and went, oh, maybe it'll get better. It didn't. It didn't get better. And now I have to deal with this girl getting upset at me as if I humped her leg. I didn't hump her leg. I ain't do that. I got rhythm. So the tough part is, is VD ends up going on later. He gets mad at me. He's like, I can't believe you tried to set me up with that girl. That was rude of you. How dare you do that? I didn't want that. I didn't want to get with that girl. I think she's skanky. And I went, first of all, I don't even know who you're talking to right now. Because it looks like you're staring over at one friend and staring at the other friend. And I'm standing right in front of you. And I'm very confused. So he ends up getting mad at me. We had a falling out. I felt bad about it because he's a good dude. VD had a lot of good things about him. Minus the dead tooth, minus the bad eyes. He seemed like a good guy. Now the problem was, is that he ended up having some weird relationships. Didn't end up well. But he's a good guy. I'm sure it ended up well for him later on down the road, but I felt bad about it. Now, I feel like I'm guilty of this, but at the end of the day, I think it's just good advice. Don't hump a girl's leg if you don't know how to bump and grind. Like, there is something wrong with the bump and grind if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Well, that concludes another episode of A Morning Cup of Joe. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys survived that hour. If you were driving, hopefully you didn't crash. If you were uh, taking a shit, well, why are you taking a shit for an hour, man? That's way too long. Wipe yourself already. That's just disgusting. But we had some good times. We had some laughs. We talked about fantasy football. We talked about 
Well, pretty much just a whole party setting that kind of went all over the place, really. I'm not 100% sure how that episode could have gone. We invited people over, they started to drink, we started talking. I guess that's how most podcasts really go. Nothing's really organized, nothing really makes sense, but that's life. So, we hope you enjoyed that episode, and uh, hopefully uh, you guys keep tuning in. Well, hopefully that piping hot cup of joe served you well. Until next time, keep being awesome.